of all the souls I have encountered in my travels. His was the most human. Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and discuss Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan one amazing minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Welcome back, Chris. Happy Friday. And to you, sir. We are joined once again by our wonderful wives, Kathy Stoker and Candice LaSalle. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hey. Thanks for having us again. Great to be back. We are happy to have you here for minute number 102. Yeah, know you know, Chris, we, what, <laughs> we you know say? you're happy. We know you guys are so happy to have us here. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't, um, we had no, uh, no, no festivities when we hit episode uh, minute 100 there, Chris. So kudos yeah, to us for going over 100. That's, That's awesome. right. That's a milestone. It was the day yeah. after Christmas. So we were still in, you know, hungover and eggnog and stuff. So we, yeah. we missed it. I think we missed another milestone too, somewhere along the way. We keep the halfway them. point, didn't you miss the halfway or something? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we've missed a bunch of them. That's all right. Hindsight's 2020. So, we are on minute 102. This minute starts with Scotty playing Amazing Grace on the bagpipes and ends with Kirk picking up his copy of A Tale of Two Cities. I did not know for many, many years that this was Amazing Grace that was being played. And I think it wasn't until I I think I saw, you know, I was either at a parade or some kind of festival where someone was playing Amazing Grace on the bagpipes. I'm like, oh, that's Amazing Grace. I love that. It's it's beautiful. And then the next time I watch Wrath of Khan, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Amazing Grace. I never I never put that together. You would have been a kid when you saw this. And so, I mean, what kid knows Amazing Grace? Well, I'm talking about like, you know, the hundredth viewing of Wrath of Khan. I still didn't know. (laughs) I don't have any excuse for that. Um, but, uh, yeah. What do we think about bagpipes at a, at a space funeral? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm going thumbs I up. Bagpipes. Love it. I'm love going it. thumb. I'm going thumbs up, but it initially seemed unrealistic, but then knowing Scotty, I guess it would be realistic that it would happen. I think it's actually canon that Scotty oh. plays bagpipes. I think he, That's what I was going to ask. Has he I done think, this before? I think he's done it in the show. Okay. Because yeah. he's so, Scottish? Is that why? <laughs> yes. Stereotype. I know. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're, think... they're very progressive, though. So we still have to, we have to, we have to forgive them right. sometimes. Okay. Star Trek okay. is very progressive. But yes, yeah, oh, sometimes oh. they fall back I on know. some okay. questionable things. Um, I think that um, it's very appropriate, and like I mentioned in the last minute, that this, the bagpipes got me very emotional, thinking about Spock's really dead. Why did it make you, like... I think it's just the just power... Just because of the song or the, the bagpipes? The power of music, I think. So, yeah, the power of music, and then it being the bagpipes in right. this particular song, Amazing Grace, at funerals, is, is like mm-hmm. the funeral song, so yes. Right. Is it the funeral song? Amazing Grace? Yeah. I think it is one of those. 
I would suggest it. It's a lot of funerals I've been to played it, play it, and mm. the bagpipes. We should all think of what song we'd want to play it at our funeral. Yeah. <laughs> well, I say that because I, I just watched Love Actually, and the Liam Neeson character, his wife, picked like this song. I think it's like Bye Bye Baby Goodbye, and it was like this really upbeat song, and and I mean it was sad because of. So it's just kind of I don't know. I think yeah. it's nice when people pick a song that's not oh, not super sad, but it's uh, made, a it's a connection. It means something. Hmm. That's a post that's a for the one that like listener federation there. Yes. What song would you have at your funeral? What would I have at mine? All right. So I'm gonna be quiet the rest of this episode. Think. I I jump immediately to the big chill and say it would be Rolling Stones. I've never you can't seen always get what you want. <laughs> yeah, but according to um, the John Cusack movie, there any song in the Big Chill is immediately disqualified. Oh, is it really? Ooh, is that from High, high Fidelity? Fidelity? High Fidelity. Yes. Movie. Who's doing a High Fidelity minute? <laughs> anyway, I think we need to stay on this minute. Oh. Okay, sorry. Are you impressed that I said that, guys? You are an excellent host, Kathy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're, we're so glad we're on the show. <laughs> Speaking of funeral songs. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing grace. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a ton going on this minute. I mean, we're we've got the we're following the torpedo, where the bagpipes are playing, and um, you know, as, as the torpedo's kind of slowly moving down the rack. And um, I've always been distracted a little bit by the shot where the it's like the point of view shot where the camera's right down there with the torpedo because the torpedo's bouncing around and stuff. It doesn't like I used a GoPro for that. <laughs> It looks like when you're on like a log flume and you're like trying to go through the the thing and it's bumping you around and you're trying to stay in the in the I don't know the channel. Yeah, right. You would think that this is a highly explosive device that it would move a little more smoothly. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask. So it's a it is in fact a torpedo. It's not like an emptied out torpedo made into a casket. So it's going to explode. Well. So, like, so I'm like, well, so, why would you want to explode him? I have those same thoughts, Candace, but for a minute, much, much later. I, ne- I never even thought, watching it, that it was a torpedo. I just assumed it was a, a casket. So when Chris said, no, it's a torpedo, or one of you said it, I'm like, whoa. But I don't know. I think it also is a somewhat – it doesn't have the – whatever the innards are that make it a hmm. photon torpedo. And why would you – so those little lights on the back – yeah. Anyway, what else? I, don't know. I didn't even think of the word torpedo. I really suspended my disbelief and saw it as this casket slowly, again, going with the whole symbolic metaphor right. of or a comparison to, you know, a sea burial that the the casket is, is going down the river or the flume, mm-hmm. as you were saying, <laughs> Candace, but going down the river like or out into the ocean. You know, that, that it's just that time in which to reflect that this is Spock and he's dying. So I guess I'm – this was my somber moment um, and just the music itself, like I said, repeated before. But I just think it's just the whole package is real. The whole scene is at this moment very somber. I, I think uh, – I guess I've always thought it was a hollowed out, for lack of a better phrase, a hollowed out torpedo. So they right. pulled the guts out. But then the nerd in me – you start asking a lot of questions because when the when we cut to the exterior and they launch it, um, 
it certainly looks like an armed photon torpedo because it's it comes out of there all glowing and uh that's usually what it looks like when they're shooting it at other ships but wouldn't anything you shoot out i mean they're not gonna just like like shoot and let it drop like i mean it's not just they're gonna shoot it right so do you think maybe we're not actually seeing maybe that that flame is just the flame behind the torpedo and we can't see it because it's, it's black I I think it's just they shoot it out at such a great velocity that it's so I think so how would yeah I guess we have some we have some questions that are going to come up in later minutes with Mm -hmm. this launch of this (laughs) torpedo what it looks like it's obviously on fire at this point oh right yeah I did like the tram oh go ahead Candace I'm sorry no 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 you go ahead because I think you're going the same place I was going oh I don't think I am I was going to go back to the music yeah me too Oh, okay. Um, all I was going to say is I like the transition from the Amazing Grace with the bagpipes to more of the Star Trek sort of Amazing oh. Grace instrumental. So that's like Star, because it just sounds really happy and I don't know, like just really happy to me, which kind of throws me a little bit. But I'm like, oh, I like that music. And then, but I'm like, well, am I supposed to like it? And But it sounds like new life to me is what that music sounds like. I think, I think it sounded lighter. Yeah. Hmm. I think to your point, Candace, it feels like new life. I mean, that's yeah. exactly what we're looking at, right? Because right? right. now we're, they cut to the, the Genesis planet. And... Right. Now, do I think that because I saw that? I don't know what, what came first. But that's what it makes me feel like. It makes me feel hopeful. Yeah. It swells up, right? Because you get the dirge of the bagpipes and then the score comes in yeah. and kicks up and it kind of swells up. And I think it's, I think you almost need this moment, right? The Kathy's of the power of music and at this point you're just like oh my god spock is gone right we've been kind of dealing with it for the past few minutes and having this come up and this shot of the shot of the planet and the sun kind of you know peeking around the planet um i think it's you know it's kind of what we need at this point emotionally (laughs) a little bit of a relief yeah the whole light of the sun hey dave is that sun was it was that sun created by the genesis torpedo was that always there you being funny? <laughs> I just want to see if you want to debate it again. I don't because it's always been there. <laughs> is, is the next shot a weird shot of the Enterprise right after the, they show the sun in the Genesis planet? Oh, I love that shot. Oh, I'm not saying it's a bad shot. It just seems a little bit weird to me. How do you mean weird, Kathy? Just because it's very dark and I don't know the whole point of putting that shot in. I have a thought about this shot. I'm curious if Dave does too, but maybe not. Go ahead. I have a thought about this shot. Okay. I, I think, okay. I think, it, um, uh, Rathacon was made on a, a really limited budget, um, yeah. compared to the previous movie, the Star Trek, the motion picture, they, because mm. it, it tanked at the box office, they slashed the budget for this film. And as part of that cost cutting, um, there's multiple scenes in the movie, uh, of the enterprise where they reused footage from the motion picture. And I think without doing my research, but I'm pretty sure this shot here is another shot from the motion picture, potentially when the enterprise comes and kind of parks inside of V'ger. Um, I don't know if that rings a bell, Dave, if you agree that. that no, I, be. I, it, it definitely looks familiar and I feel that it does seem like a shot from, 
the uh, at the very end of the movie when they come out of the cloud, when they come out of the V'ger cloud, and yes. um, it's sort of that you know, that has that sound and Kirk, you know, they're on the bridge. I feel like it's that same shot. Well, you nailed it. That sound was exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, because it would have been like a starburst behind them, right? right. When it was yes. coming out of the cloud. Yep. You know what so you're talking think, about. So I think. It, I have zero idea of what they're talking about. Okay. Sorry. So we, just, I, we just went into our own little world there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> but I think so. I think Kathy, Kathy, I think you you spotted the reason it might look a little weird is. I don't think it was filmed for this movie. It was pulled okay. from another movie. So it might have just a, even the, just the look of it doesn't quite fit. So you're not uh, imagining things. Okay. That's good to know. But I still don't know why they have to have that shot anyway. Like I too was reading about it being a, a lower budget film. And so they did a lot of these cross cuts. But I think, I think we would have known because the next shot isn't that of Kirk in his room or something on board. Mm-hmm. Right, so, so we don't need to be told that's where we're right. Headed. I'm being we're I'm not, being hypercritical, you know. but exactly, Candace. Yeah. So it's so, do you, so you think do you think the shot of do you think if it just went from uh, that shot of the Genesis planet and the sun directly to Kurt's Kirk's room, it would have yeah. been yeah, yeah, totally too, fine. I, I think that would flow better. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think you need the Enterprise because I mean, uh, or are they just telling us that he's on the Enterprise as opposed to being back home wherever he? Right. right. No, I don't think so. We, this is definitely his quarters. But uh, but they I, have during the I think movie, sometimes too. They... Go ahead, Dave. I was just going to say they intersperse those sort of shots throughout the movie. Just I think, just for filler or just to show we're still on the Enterprise. Or I, I think it's a good transitional shot from the planet to the Enterprise right inside. Okay. My thought, my opinion on it is just showing like a passage of time. We don't know how much time has happened right. since the funeral till Kirk's in his apartment. Yeah. That's one thing I haven't liked about this movie is I don't, I don't know time. Like, I don't know, like when is this happening? How many days has it been or how many, and I know you guys I think you had some discussion about, I don't know, but yeah, I'd like to know. I'd like to know how long it's been since, yeah, the, since funeral. the funeral. So right. I can understand where he's at. So that a Canis is a great, one of the things we've talked about throughout the podcast is the passage of time. Like we don't know like how much time, you know, we take for granted that a movie or movie is linear. And a lot of the times we found out during this movie, things were happening at the same time or right. one, right. You know, immediately. And it, it's a great point. Like here, like how much time has passed, you know, between, because the, the shot we see of the planet when it's forming, it's, it's, it's still red when Kirk runs down and the next thing you know, they're shooting a torpedo out, and it looks like a fully formed planet. So we have no real sense of how long they may have—they may have waited there for a week for right. the planet to cool off. Like we don't—we don't know. No, I didn't even think of that, Dave. You're right. The last time we saw the planet, it was all molten and lava-y. Right, and they shoot the torpedo, and it looks like it's a—you know—it's a fully formed planet with a sun that's already been there, and um, yeah. Why would a so, sun already be there? That's a great question. Because mm. it's a star from the system. Oh, sure. Okay. Right, right. And something just happened to form, like, in the perfect place to use that as its sun. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm just playing. This has been, yeah, this, is, this has been a topic that we've I know. debated quite a bit with the listeners on Facebook. Yeah, about. I saw that. <laughs> 
which and came first. And I still first. don't know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, the um, the torpedo. Uh, uh, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but the torpedo is it. It you know kind of streaks towards the Genesis planet and disappears. Um, are we supposed to? Are we supposed to think that it it burned up in in the atmosphere? Um, well, if it wasn't emptied, it would have exploded. Would it have exploded? Um, <laughs> just, did it just is now in orbit? You know, were they what, aiming for the planet? What? <laughs> Certainly looks like that's what it looks like. <laughs> like no, they were are... aiming for it, but did it just get I... caught up in it? I think these are all great questions. I think I where are they ready. aiming the torpedo? Were they going for the planet? Were they, you know, I would. How have figured... would you go for the planet? Wouldn't you want to just go out into space? That's I, that would have been my thought. Was yeah. like when when you know we talked about like how the old sailing vessels would just they would just drop the the person in the sea. They didn't matter where they were. They just drop it near an island so it lands right. on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I mean, you wanted to. I don't know. You think they would have thought, oh, we don't want it to get caught in the. Sure. Gravitational yes, pull. Yes, that's yeah. the word I. Right. So at the, I was going to say at this point, when I was first watching it, I thought the same thing. What? Wait, why are they shooting it out of the Enterprise? Why aren't they just, you know, letting it, letting him be and just float? And so my initial thought was like, oh, that was weird. But I guess they're shooting him out into space. But obviously, we know different finishing up the movie. Right. Wink, 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 wink. Right. So there wasn't there. there. Right. So the question right now is if you haven't seen it, what was there? Did they have an intention or what was their intention? But for me, as a novice rookie, I didn't, wasn't even thinking there was an intention except like, oh, they're just dumping them. Yeah, but I mean, but... <laughs> just dumping Why them. Was I, like... I didn't mean it so callously. Why would they even have an intention other than, I mean, because right. he's dead. So, I mean, why would you want him to go anywhere other than space? Right. And the you only other... You wouldn't want him to land somewhere if he, if he's dead. I, I think this I is know. also part of their big fake out. Like, oh. when they... Obviously, we talked about how, you know, the scene... You know, the movie really ends with Spock dying and there's, like, some post-wrap-up. But that was pretty much it. And, you know, they, they determined that that was terrible. And so they added a lot of this in. And I still think this is also part of the fake out where they're like, oh, well, they're shooting him out in a torpedo and he's gone. And then, oh, what's going to happen now? And then obviously we cut to Kirk and, the, you know, and we're going to see a little bit of the after. So I think it's this is. Well, because isn't that like going back to Spock and Kirk, like isn't that their their thing? The, the number of fake outs they do, like, because they had a couple of those within the show when, you know. Um, oh, yeah, like they tricked Khan and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I feel like I don't, just Kirk at this point, when we just see him now with his white turtleneck on. Um, <laughs> better than that red turtleneck that Savic yes. has on. Because those just... reds do not go together. The red <laughs> turtleneck and the I maroon. Know. Has... Anyway. No, say more because I don't think we've gotten. Uh, I don't. I don't think we've had a single gotten through a single guest on the show without us talking about the uniforms. I don't mind. Everyone. Everyone has an opinion on the uniforms. I just don't like those those two colors together, and I don't really like how the pants are like ballooned and tucked into their boots. Well, that's a that's a Star Trek thing. No, I don't like it. I, I you know I've always 
you know, in the back of my head, I've always wanted to, you know, do cosplay. Like, oh, I would, I'd wear the, the Rathacon uniforms. I think that'd be cool. Except for the pants. I don't, I would think I'd be yeah. laughing at myself with the pants. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> I don't think you should do it at all. <laughs> I don't think you should do any part of it. You guys could right. go for Halloween, Candace. We could. I'm getting the thumbs down right now. I guess. <laughs> um, he could be Savick and Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the notes I had was when the torpedo is kind of orbiting the planet, and then just at the last moment, it looks like it's about to disappear. The sun bursts into view right in line with the yeah. path of the torpedo. Uh, I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't love it. I just I, I found it a little confusing, but. Why did you? Why? I don't know. I guess it did you just. Think kinda... the torpedo was going to explode? Is that 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 was the resulting explosion? And then you're like, oh, that's a wait a minute, that's a song. maybe. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, like it's almost like. I think that must be what I thought, and then it's like, oh, it's the sun. So your whole it's assumption it's a fake was out. it's a fake out. Hmm. Another fake out. Right. Yeah. Wait, you were this... talking about fake outs, Kathy, right? Right. But are you saying, Candace, that the sun was a fake out or the? No, I, oh, I think exploding. we're just kind of saying. Oh, right. It just, just it's a, a fake fake out. Right. So in these final few seconds with Kirk, you know, as I mentioned in his turtleneck, um, is he, does he know that by, you know, tor whatever you call it, like putting the torpedo out there, that there's a chance that maybe Spock could somehow come back to life, rejuvenate, whatever? Or is he at this point at peace with that his you know friend has died and they had the funeral i think oh, that's a good question yeah i think he's he's at peace knowing that yeah he he's moved on he said his piece at the you know he said his his words at the funeral and i'm sure he's not totally 100 percent at peace i mean i still think he's grieving but i think he's moving on so he's not thinking anything about yeah the whole like regeneration and no genesis not not at this time no stuff you don't think, what do you what's think, your Chris? Name? What do you think, Chris? Dr. Marcus told him more details about it and, you know, like, oh, really what it does? And Oh, see, that's a really good point, Candace. We don't know that. My, my opinion on yeah. it, it at, this, at this moment, in this minute, yeah, he's <clears throat> that he's not thinking it. Um, right. And so I, so, I, so I don't think he, they fired the torpedo at the Genesis planet. You know, with any that, intent. Hope. Um, although... But I think we find <clears throat> at the end of the at the movie, the very kind of last minute or so that well, he, we don't. Oh, yeah. We can't talk about that. Yeah. I think at this moment. No. All right. Let's talk about his space here. His, his quarters quarters. Um, kind of a bachelor pad. Yeah. How did you know he's reading A Tale of Two Cities? How can you tell? Because it's the book Spock gave him at the front, the, the beginning, beginning of the movie. Of the movie and he says <laughs> it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. All right. I obviously wasn't. <laughs> you really have to you have to watch it minute by minute to get. To oh, yeah. oh it's, okay. I know we watched it straight through. So but it's... also Star Trek does quote a ton <laughs> of classic listen. literature. Yes. In the canon, to bring up canon again. And a lot of Shakespeare as well. But obviously this is Charles Dickens. Right. I obviously have not read a ton of classic literature. <laughs> I didn't pick up on any of those. He's, he's almost done, too. He's at the very end. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
Which, that surprises me that he had time to. There's another thing. <laughs> Why was back he to, reading it? <laughs> how much time has elapsed? He's had enough time. He got this book at the beginning it's of the huge. movie. Now he's finished it. Right. All that stuff going on around him, and he was able to squeeze in reading a classic novel. <laughs> well, he <laughs> could be really smart. He could be a speed reader. Admiral, I, where are you going? Uh, I'll be right back. I need two <laughs> chapters to read. I put myself on a deadline to finish this at, before the, we get back to Earth. He has to sleep, right? I mean, doesn't he sleep? He'd curl up in bed and read like people do. Sure. <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> During the There's bathroom. No bathroom on these pages. for a good quote. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for a quote. Are uh, those speakers in the back, like on the wall? <laughs> that would be awesome if they were. I think they look like roll-top desks. Yes, like, you know, I like think you would that's... roll them up like that. But oh, really? I think speakers, speakers are way better. I was I mean, just like... thinking storage, yeah. Oh, okay. They totally to <laughs> me forever. look like speakers. <laughs> I think we could start a company, a speaker company, and design them like that. We'd make millions. Yeah. I love it. Nerds, the nerd market alone <laughs> would be all over that. Get Kirk's speaker system from his quarters. And What's then what drinking? else? Yeah, what else is on his table? I think he's, he just cracked a, a bottle of Romulan booze. Ale. <laughs> uh, that blue stuff? I'm joking. Not blue enough. Um, yeah, we know we, we okay. poured himself a drink. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is he a drinker? Kirk? Does he like to drink? You know, I don't know if that's canon, but I would <laughs> say. Shatner? I would say Kirk's a drinker. If I was going to guess, I'd say Kirk was a, was a drinker. I don't think they played it up too much, but Sorry. he seems like a guy that would. Is that should I not say that about him? What's wrong with that? We're not saying he's a drunk. Yeah, no, I know, right. I know. No, I wasn't. I just. I think he has the occasional Romulan ale. Yeah. And so, I'm just being, in social situation. I'm yeah. being a literary geek again, but like in this scene, like, what are we supposed to take away from the fact that he's finishing up a tale of two cities? Is it the fact that Spock? That was the book that he that Spock gave him. Yeah, that's what I would say. Is that it's yeah, it's the book that he. Yeah, his his friend gave him. If you okay. remembered that his friend gave that to him. Yes, but I can't remember in the beginning of the movie why he gave him that. Like, I know they quote the first line yeah. and all. Because it was his birthday. Oh, his birthday. That's right. Um, oh, yeah. What do you think those that's other right. books are on his table? They look old. I bet Shakespeare. I've never noticed that before. You think maybe Shakespeare, Mo Kathy? Maybe Moby Dick? Uh, Moby Dick's no, but doesn't. Well, maybe it's microprint. I don't know. Is is uh, Star Trek the next generation canon? Yes. Like Jean-Luc Picard? Yep. Yes, that would be canon. So he talks all about Shakespeare, so I'm just wondering if that was Shakespeare too. Perhaps. Uh, I would I would guess I would guess yeah, it's not like a Stephen King book. <laughs> <laughs> Think of Kirk's reading Tale of Two Cities, his other books are gonna be classic literature. Right. right. It'd be fun it would be fun to be as a classic literature kind of guy though no no i think he's reading it because spock gave it to him he's making himself read it <laughs> oh god <laughs> like i would be um i don't know I know, I think that's I, he, seems like he enjoys a good drink but reading more like like maybe not stephen king it's magazines no no i don't know a mystery uh, a mystery or something yeah I think it would be interesting if the books, those other two books, which I've never noticed before, it would be interesting if, if any of those are the same books that Khan had on his ship. 
you know, Paradise Lost and yeah. the Moby Dick. Um, oh. I, the other ones, it's escaping me at the moment, but it'd be interesting if there were any similarities. Was that on Conship or, or was that the Reliant? It was on Conship, the oh. Body Bay. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember that. I do like that. That's this. at the very very beginning of the movie well but yeah but it's so interesting paradise lost and moby dick seem like con books they don't seem like kirk books right like you're talking about like why would he have know? those same books oh i just i i don't know what he would have i just said it would be interesting if because then he'd be oh, like oh right. so maybe there's maybe kirk and con have things in common that we never really mm. have explored before well i would argue if you're talking moby dick for con like is kirk the whale and, you know, does Khan see himself as Captain Ahab, you know, when he's got to go after and get Kirk? Oh, for I don't sure. Think they, I don't think they see themselves as that. I think that's how we're perceiving them. Right, interpreting. Yes. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think Kirk's mission is to go after Khan. His mission is the, you know, New Frontier stuff. Well, he doesn't even... He didn't know Khan was out there. He right? didn't like, even know right. Khan was there. Right. Like, Khan came after him. Right. That's what I'm saying. Khan's definitely Ahab. Yeah. Kirk's definitely the white whale. Yeah. In his right. white turtleneck. Oh, there we go. Back to yeah. the uniform. <laughs> Ooh, color symbolism. <laughs> and do you think that chair's comfortable he's sitting in? <laughs> um, I bet it is. Uh, he looks pretty hunched, but I think it's more just like a... <laughs> I think that's the chair they probably had lying around on the set. They're like, we need two chairs. Let's get grabbed. Right. Low budget. Low budget. Yeah, exactly. So if the first movie was such a flop, why did they risk making a second one? Crickets. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, that's a good question. Uh, no, it's okay. It's a good question. Uh, I'm, I, I should know this because I've researched it. I'm just trying to give me a second to process. Do you remember, Dave? I don't know the exact reason, but I would imagine they had got a good script or a good treatment and feel like felt like it was, um, you know, worthy enough to make a movie. And that's probably when they hit him and said, you can go make the movie. Um, it's a it's a really good script, but we're going to give you this amount of money to okay. do it. You know, we're not going to yeah, let you. You could make this movie with 10 million bucks. What? You know, that happens that happens with any franchise even today. I mean, look at, you know, the I'm sure you know, there were a couple of stinkers in here, but they still went ahead and made a couple, you know, Star Trek 5 is reportedly the the worst and oh. they went ahead and made another one and then, you know, the next generation comes along and they make their movies and, you know, they have a stinker and then they're like, "Oh, well, then they come along and make, you know, 2009 Star Trek." So, I think <clears throat> Star Trek is one of those brands that I think they can make money from, make enjoyable movies, and you know, even though you have a couple of clunkers in there, you, you're still gonna, you know, you'll you'll gauge it based on, you know, what they think they can return. Okay, that's my guess. Plus, I mean, okay. you know, there's so many fans out there that even if it stinks, you know, people are gonna go. Right. 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 I mean, that's true. I I've never not gone. Yeah. Even though you know I, there's trepidation sometimes, and like oh boy. This could stink, but I gotta see it because I think I forget we've talked about it before. Like, like, uh, like even there's no such thing as bad pizza. <laughs> there's no such thing <laughs> as a bad Star Trek. That's right. Yeah, like when we 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 talked about it, I think with Nick and Scott, it's like you know when I see, you know, Star Trek Five on, I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna not watch it. I mean, it's still a Star <laughs> Trek movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, All right ladies, gentlemen. Um, 
I've exhausted all of my notes for this minute. How about you guys? I didn't. No, I'm good. Dave, did Me you too. have any notes? I, I'm all set. You're good. So, so Kathy, Canis, would you, um, most of it, we ask our guests if they will, uh, they try and rank all of the Star Trek films. Uh, Canis, how would your <laughs> rankings go? Okay, wait. So I have seen three Star Trek films. Okay. There's 13 of them. Right. So you've seen three. So I've seen three. Okay. So I don't remember the first one I saw, but it was the first new one. Okay. 2009 reboot. Who was in that? Oh, was that Chris Pine in? That was Chris Pine. Oh, gosh, that was so long ago. Um, now, I don't really remember it. Now, I just saw the one with Khan in the new one with Benedict. Yep. That's the one I remember the most. So I would probably pick that as my favorite, even though I have heard that it is not one of the favorites or I've read that whatever is, they did. This is your list. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I would go, uh, what number would that be? 12? Yep. Uh, ooh, 11 or 2? 11 or 2? <laughs> 2 and then 11. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving her an eye as she was. I'm like, you're gonna say. But two, I will right? say. I mean, I think I really just, I like twelve. I don't know, just because I like Benedict Cumberbatch, just him as an actor. Even though maybe I don't know, he's just fun to watch. Sure. And it, and it was the most recent one, other than Rathcon that I saw. And I tend to like newer movies, a little. I, I'm play, I'm turning into my 13 year old who would pick the newer movie over the older movie. Mm. Just so, sorry. sorry, sorry, everyone who is listening. <laughs> okay, there you go. Those are my my top three out of 13. So, Kathy, how about you? Do you have a, Do you want to try ranking? How many of the Star Trek sure. films have you seen? Um, I don't, Dave. How many have I seen? <laughs> no, because I the new ones. How many have we seen together? We've seen all three of the new ones together, I believe. Oh, or no, we've seen we've seen two of the new ones. You probably have seen the same amount as Candace has. Candace. Okay, okay. So I'm going to go with the 2009 one first. Okay. And then can I say Wrath of Khan and the 2000, what is it, 12 one? Or no, number 12, number 12, that they're tied? Oh, Okay. <laughs> Sure, of course you can. You can say whatever you want. We're not going to judgment free zone. So here's kind of the thing I was thinking about because I really appreciated our, our minutes. The judgment free zone. <laughs> yeah. On air, it's a judgment I, I really zone. don't think this is, yeah. I think here, the four of us, judgment free zone, but you put this out I know, there. It's I not know. I feel like the, the fans are waiting with bated breath to hear what the wives say. They probably have already shut us off. Um <laughs> The, yeah, they're not even going to hear this, so it doesn't matter. If, if you're still listening, um, I have a deeper appreciation of Khan um, after talking about it and listening to the pod, the, the minutes. So I'm, that's why I'm saying it's tied because I think that looking at Kirk and uh, Spock's relationship, that's, you know, the that's part of the foundation, you know, so for us understanding and appreciating and liking the new ones. Okay. Any other ones? Any others, Kathy? Uh, yeah, nope. Nope. That's about it. That's it. Okay. All right. So another question. Another question for you guys. Now you've been on this week and and, and been on the show, and you've obviously been living uh, with Dave and I as we've as, <laughs> as we've put this podcast together and been and been doing this for the past six months. Um, if you were going to do a minute by minute podcast, what movie would you do? Um, 
Well, I guess we've talked. I mean, I, I, we love Sex in the City, so that yes. would be one because I think there's so much you could talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, visually and everything. But yes. that's us. I don't think anyone out there. I mean, uh, I, I mean, Chris wouldn't have a lot to talk about. Dave might not, but I would. Um, I mean, I guess it's your favorite movie, really, like that. But that's not my favorite movie ever. I just think that'd be fun to talk about. But my sure? favorite movie ever would be like The Sound of Music. But I don't think I would want – I don't – listening to you guys do the minutes and go through it and pick it apart, and this isn't a criticism, I just – I don't think I would want to do that to my sound of music. I don't think I could look at it minute by minute, and yeah. I just don't the, think I could do it because I, that's, I, I love it just I agree. as it is. That's the so. problem you run into is mm-hmm. when you watch these movies that you love. I mean, obviously, Chris and I have a great appreciation for this movie, and – you don't want to be that guy or that gal who's picking apart your favorite movie. Yeah. Yeah. So That's Kathy, hard. what would you do a minute for? So as we or said, bef- as you and I have talked before, we think it would be super fun to do sex in the city. So that would probably be my number one choice. Cause I think that's much more like lighthearted in, yeah. in a lot of, I wouldn't mind picking that apart. Yes. Um, but then I also would love to do like a minute by minute of goodwill hunting. Um, and then if we're going back to a, if we're going to a comedy, I think office space, I don't know. Is that done already? (laughs) I think office space would be, would be wicked funny to do also. I don't think anyone's doing it yet. So you could claim it if you wanted to. (laughs) Awesome. So are you guys, are you guys willing to, to watch the kids while we, we do a minute by minute? We can definitely return the favor. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Well, thank you, our darling wives, for joining us this week. Much appreciated. Thank you. Asking and actually, yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Yes, thank you. So, yeah, do you want to share with the listeners where they can find you both online? Sure. You can find Kathy at um, Stoker Kathleen on Twitter or on Facebook. Um, My Twitter is, um, well, my personal one is C-E-S LaSalle. But um, I also have a little business that I run. Um, I do needle felting artwork. And so if anyone wants to check that out, I, uh, my website is giraffebear.com. And my Instagram, which is probably where I post the most, is, the, is giraffebear underscore art. And my Twitter for that is also giraffebear underscore art. And um, yeah, I'd love it if everyone checked it out. And maybe I'll make some... I don't know, Star Trek stuff. Anyone has some requests? Ooh, I might have to add something to my wish list. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up and go enjoy the weekend. Uh, folks, if you want to find us online, we're on uh, Facebook at Rathacon Minute Lister Federation. Uh, we're on the web at rathaconminute.com. If you want to send us an email, old-fashioned email, we're at podcast at Rathacon Minute. Uh, I'd like to ask if you go out to iTunes and... Uh, uh, leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. That'd be much appreciated. And we haven't done a shout out in a while, but we should do a shout out to the star Wars minute. Um, the, they're the, they're the Pete and Alex are the ones that started this whole format and uh, graciously loaned it out to us and other films, other fans of, of films. And you can find the full list on moviesbyminutes.com. And uh, we're going to be back here again on Monday. In 2017. Want to be 2017? You're right. We'll be back in the yes. new year. Woohoo! See ya, 2016. You can 
Nothing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with Minute 103 in the new year here at the Rathacon Minute.